The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with your host, Dee Lee. It is common for all of us to take things for granted, the familiar in our daily lives. For example, our home, our job, our health, our relationships with family and friends and pets. By paying attention and polishing your own life gems, you can add your light to life. And that creates a mighty gem. On today's program, you will learn how paying attention to the small things can make your life mighty. So polish the facets of the extraordinary jewels around you by joining your host, Dee Lee. Learn how being mighty is possible when you polish the extraordinary jewels in your life. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels in life. Today, we're doing congratulations. You have been uplifted. My name is Dee Lee. So what are gems and jewels really? They are stones and tend to have different value for each person. It really depends on how each person relates to them individually, as to how much true value they have. As a little stone or pebble, they could be considered to be very small from a physical size, but could have a huge value in terms of a different sense and basic effect. As we are spotlighting everyday jewels, we are taking a closer look at ordinary things in our daily living that are are really magnificent when we stop and pay attention. As with jewels, the value is in the eye of the beholder. The sparkle can be a different attraction for everyone, but it really tends to catch our attention, and we are inspired. Ernest Holmes said, you are an internal being now on the pathway of endless unfoldment. Never less, but always more yourself. Life is not static. It is forever dynamic, forever creating, not something done and finished, but something alive, awake, and aware. There is something within you that sings the song of eternity. Listen to it. You came into this world as a little bud of potential. You learned how to open up through what you experienced. You are a being made up of a combined mixture of physical and spiritual aspects, emotional, and uh, essentially that's a big combo. As you explore and open yourself to be able to know all of the possibilities available to you, you experience the choice of knowledge. You select what you want to know, somewhat like taking a book off the library shelf. That's the book or option and the shelf is lots of possibilities. You take the specific experience, consume it, and discern it. Um, And you expand the same way a bud blossoms into a flower. We have been taking a long, deep look within ourselves as we have been prospecting and taking a look at the mighty gems and jewels that we are each as individuals. And as we grow and expand within, so we are also affecting our surroundings and others we relate to. 
Today we are talking about being uplifted, and that is a very powerful experience. If you've physically been uplifted or been up in a higher perspective, you know, as you've been on a mountain or in a, in a um, plane, it, it has a whole different um, perspective. And um, we're tying this into the hierarchy of presence. We're working um, and have been studying and discussing the presence series, you know, as we have been uh, taking a look, being more present. Um, we are within uh, ourselves and we're out of ourselves, expanding as we go. And hierarchy really um, has a lot. I mean, this is a very basic language, but um, what does this really connect to? And what does hierarchy mean? Hierarchy as a word comes um, as a source from the Greek word heroes, which basically means sacred and archaean, which means to rule and came into the English language in the 14th century. Typically, it relates to an organizational structure of items that have a varying degree of importance or levels. And the word presence really is meaning to be here in the moment. It's um, being aware of yourself and also being aware of the effect you have on your world around you. Carl Jung said, wholeness is not achieved by cutting off a portion of one's being, by integration of the contraries. How do you feel when you get a technical dialogue box pop up um, on your computer that shouts, your upgrade has been successfully completed? You probably have a feeling of satisfaction if you were planning on having it upgraded as it was successful. And as humans, we are part of a very powerful energetic system where we can experience something similar, but with a different twist. As empowered humans embracing the mindfulness movement, you can experience a shout out with feelings deep from within yourself. Congratulations, you have been successfully uplifted. Being an active, integrated part of a very powerful system of the whole you, Y-O-U, capitalized, it can seem like a daunting task to maintain a constant focus on self-awareness, even in the chaos of living. Today, we're exploring how to integrate your individual sparks, how to integrate with doing social good, giving to others, and also not surrendering yourself totally to chaos, and also being able to be balanced within your emotional, financial, spiritual, and physical being. This is really a foundation, and it's intriguing. Um, I'm a natural muse, um, and am always intrigued with the words and their differing effects, because different words have different, different meanings within each of us. The word upgrade implies improvements to have, have something um, on the other end having a higher value or have something that has been improved upon that was outdated or old and or has a, a rank or a higher position. And from a technical perspective, it's usually meaning that you're going to be running higher um, value software, maybe it cost a lot or maybe it didn't, but it's supposed to give you a better effect from a software or hardware perspective and better performance than before. Now, the word uplifted is more of an exalted emotional, um, you know, 
uh, emotion. So as a muse, I'm always intrigued with words. And the word uplifted is a joyful expression and it's emotional feeling. Um, wholeness, as Carl Jung was saying, uh, wholeness is really undivided and unbroken completeness with nothing wanting. And as we're, this starts really in getting to know yourself and being connected with your very essence and also confidence with who you are. Integration means when a separate thing comes together to combine into an integral part. A lot of this can be uh, referenced also as you're getting a whole system, or maybe it could also reflect a community. So it was interesting, uh, Blofeld said, intuition is no more a supernatural gift than the powers of walking, running, and jumping. But like them, its full development requires regular exercise. When people are identified they want to change. You know, I mean, when they've identified they do want to change, they will likely want to do it right now. And when this comes to a sense of this decision process, sometimes it can throw things out of balance. There tends to be a struggle that will um, come up that is, you know, trying to move things as, you know, there are parts that may not want to move or things that have to be you know, decisions that have to be made that take a while. And so when you really release the pushing on the change and let it be and just let let it go with the flow, the natural order really reasserts itself and change begins. Beginning with a trust in the process is a place to start. And rather than trying to force this inner beingness of change um, or essence, it'll emerge. So as we're working through this uplifting process, we've been working within ourselves and learning and um, making choices and checking in with ourselves with how do we feel when we go through this. And as we make those decisions, you know, we're, we're feeling lighter and brighter and um, it becomes a more whole feeling. Um, we also have our own system being more like a radar, you know, and emotionally we can tap into it and say, oh, it's like our own little GPS system. How does it feel, you know, as you're going through this process? And really your inner essence is like a little seed. You plant it deep within your being. Each of us have a different, you know, type of seed, Um I mean, it's a basic uh, experience, but it's like a different essence. And as a gardener of your inner being, it's, it's, you know, it's a matter of taking a look at, um, you really want to allow the conditions for the basics to be there um, so that you can grow this wonderful being inside. And it requires conditions for adequate soil, the right amount of, I mean, from a gardener perspective, looking at a seed that you've planted you want to have adequate soil you know right amount of water and sun and temperature and fertilizer for the seed to germinate and then grow but if you micromanage the plant you pull on it you pull it up to check on how many roots it's developed you know they and how are they developing the plant might wither up and die so as we go through this process of our own seed and growth and our uplifted beingness um, we go from this focus on the inside um, and deep inside 
with the intention of really seeking a balanced reflective. It really requires a certain combination of deep understanding of your inner self as what you're observing and what do you align with. And there are a lot of things that can be distracted because they can seem complex and mysterious. So when you go from the inside to the outside with an open heart and expression, it really can give you a basis of a place to start. Interestingly, um, in 1884, Edwin A. Abbott wrote a satirical novella as a, um, it was like a statement on the hierarchy of the Victorian culture, and the the title of it was Flatland, a romance of many dimensions. As a student, I was fascinated with this book and studied it quite a bit as I was growing through this uh, educational process. And um, it really, you know, the um, discussions within it, I don't know if, uh, you know, just from a brief um, description it's it's really flatland is a is a dimension and it's a study of points and lines and circles everything's flat and the the book is um, showing people as flat and one dimensional and so as as an interesting process you know there's flatland and then there's sphere land which is surfacing above the flatland and um, there's an excerpt here having to do with dimensions which I thought was rather fascinating because we're talking about ourselves generating a higher dimensional focus and so here's the uh, the detail here that was a summary and it, he says, yet I exist in the hope that these memoirs, in some manner, I know not how, may find their way to the minds of humanity in some dimension, and may stir up a race of rebels who shall refuse to be confined to limited dimensionality. That is the hope of my brighter moments. Alas, it is not always so. Heavily weighs on me at times the burdensomeness Reflection that I cannot honestly say I am confident as to the exact shape of the once seen off-regretted cube. And in my nightly visions, the mysterious precept upward and northward haunts me like a soul-devouring sphinx. It is part of the martyrdom which I endure for the cause of the truth, that there are seasons of mental weakness when cubes and spheres flit away into the background of scarce possible existence, when the land of three dimensions seems almost as visionary as the land of one or none. Nay, when even this hard wall that bars me from my freedom, there may there these very tablets in which I'm writing, and all of the substantial realities of Flatland itself appear no, no better than the offspring of a diseased imagination or the baseless fabric of a dream. So they went through and, you know, one dimension is mentioned as being um, a moving point produces a line with two terminal points. Two dimensions is a moving line producing a square with four terminal points. Three dimensions, a moving square producing a, a cube with eight dimensions. And four dimensions is a cube producing a hierarchy of organization of 16 terminal points. So it's, it's quite fascinating. It goes through a lot of ge geometry, geometry and really um, is a fun you know, story. 
if you have a chance to uh, dive into it more from a story rather than, than trying to uh, analyze it. But the healing system that we have within us is really um, a fabulous system and it's one that uh, can feel like a construction zone as you're designing and implementing different elements and choices. And what is the best choice for yourself? It's really, um, you know, it's up to your choice as to um, where you head from your own inner wisdom and how you um, express yourself on the inside and how that resonates on the outside. So it's really um, a chance to have commitment and a clear focus on where you really want to make it happen. And with that note, we're going to take a quick break and we will be back and discuss further this fascinating topic. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. IntelliKey dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the IntelliKey to become a cat. So what is human IntelliKey? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintelligy.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintelligy.com. That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y.com. Have you ever met a muse? Or consider the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. But now there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join themightymuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com are listening to Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels with Dee Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems. I am Dee Lee, and we're talking about um, the um, uplifted feelings that we will be experiencing when we move ourselves from the wonderful inside experience to the outside and expand ourselves. Marianne Williamson said, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. 
It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine, as children do. We were born to manifest the glory of God that is within, and it is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we are unconsciously giving other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. I don't know if you've experienced it, um, but it always feels like we are starting uh, we start when we start looking for something, there's always more things that unfold as we look closer at something. And in that unfolding process, there are many other questions as we go about the search. And as we strive to understand and make logical conclusions, we also encounter skeptics who say it is a product of wishful thinking, chance, and calculations of probability, and that we are really searching and what we're searching for might not be really there. Or maybe it can't be possible. In our search to understand more of who we are, we are exploring our individual basic human energetic system called the chakra system. Here is an overview of the chakras we have been recently exploring. They're really divided into three triangles in our physical body. And they're not one-dimensional, as in flatland, you know. The first three chakras have to do with the physical needs of the body and the basic needs of life and the energies of the earth and experiences that relate to ourselves as me, a me. First chakra is security and survival, foundation, habits, and self-acceptance. The second chakra has to do with creativity, to feel, and to desire. The third chakra is the action and balance, willpower, personal power, and commitment. That's the first triangle. The middle sh- chakra is the fourth chakra and is the balancing point between the upper energies of the heavens and the lower energies. Experience moves from the me to the we. This is also called the heart center and relates to love and compassion, awakening to spiritual awareness, forgiveness, and service. The upper chakras are related to the more subtle realms. The fifth chakra, the projection words, hearing and speaking, the truth, and the teacher. The sixth chakra, the third eye, intuition, wisdom, and identity, understanding one's purpose. The seventh chakra is the crown chakra, humility and vastness, seat of the soul. The other higher chakras are new in the sense of understanding for a lot of people. But they are very, very much active, um, going from the 8th on up to the 11th. Um, the 8th has to do with the aura and the radiance of the electromagnetic um, field around the physical body. Ninth chakra is the sum of all the skills you've learned in all of the lifetimes you've had. This includes different types of skills as the creator, the healer, and the teacher. The 10th chakra um, is where people have excelled at something. And this really is showing up with skills, knowledge, and wisdom that has is flowing through time and space and are really integrated into your present life. They experience, you, you, this is where creativity and harmony 
can be found in every facet of your life. And as these are being merged with past lives, the male-female energies are merged, and this brings more harmony together as you um, in your current experience. The 11th chakra is the center of awareness, looking at the pathway to the soul, ability to acquire advanced spiritual skills. We can find our divine essence and where we can find our being that you know truly exists in this higher uh, uplifted mode. It can also be like being exposed to a spiritual library where the total contents available to operate as a human and divine are there with you know making choices in how to organize the information so you can use it. Really, your awareness is slowly being moved away from your center, which is your own self, and being moved outward to in- encompass the larger framework of other people, reality, and divinity itself. And in this way, you become more than what you were before and more perfect. And as you start focus, when you stop and start focusing, um, when you're you're focusing um, outside of yourself in this larger energy area, you move out of your small world and step into a new universe where almost anything is possible. And from a reality, you can create a um, big, you know, expanding possibility as you step into your very possibility uh, mode as you step outside your your inner wisdom. Brian Tracy said, your choice of people to associate with both personally and business-wise is one of the most important choices you can make. If you associate with turkeys, you will never fly with the eagles. And that's pretty profound. But really, most of humanity are viewing the world from the lower chakra triangle, which is also referred to as the lower mind. It is important to balance these with our higher spiritual elements, which are made up of the heart, which is also called the seat of the soul, love and compassion, the throat chakra, which is the truthful authenticity and is expressing love and as we go and look and see from a higher perspective um, then this is out from the clarity point and from the crown the universal consciousness illumination and wisdom and as humanity has been gathering information for quite a while on the elements of the lower chakra system, there is really a general consensus of how this system works. This is not really the same situation with the details related to the higher elements, because they're still under discovery. The information has been shared from a variety of channeled sources and healers, And as we become more conscious of the related aspects of our higher vibrational levels, which is really being uplifted, within the upper extended part of our system, we can learn more in depth about ourselves. And we can really then relate from that perspective into uh, better choices within our environments. Interesting um, comment from Albert Einstein, he said, it is possible that there exists emotions that are still unknown to us. Do you remember how electrical currents and unseen waves were laughed at? The knowledge about man is still in its infancy. And that was, that's a pretty continuous um, discussion right there is that we are, we have so we have learned so much, but we have, we have so much more to learn. 
and really basically the understanding of the existence of the extended chakra system helps to break down the barrier of how we think of ourselves as we relate to time and space. We see how our individual existence is really an integrated part of a bigger harmonic orchestra, and we are each like a little musical instrument tuning into this. And we take this imaginary uh, orchestra together, and we look at it more from a, a, the type of instrument. What do you want to be, and what do you want to sound like? How do you stay open to this process and sustain and maintain your choices as things are moving? So an important question comes up as to the effect of being exposed to the possibilities of opening to the infinite possibilities of the 11th chakra. I'm not sure how you feel when you go into the library, but as a kid, we would go to the library in my family every week, and then we would go into choice speed to zoom around the stacks of new books and come away with an armful of new books that we just had to have. It was really a highlight every week and a challenge also to carry all the choices that we made in the books. But what excitement we felt as we individually explored the materials. And it was always a good way to drift off, you know, learning new things and looking at pictures. And uh, my mother was uh, a, um, she, she really enjoyed Norman Vincent Peale, so I did hear a lot of the power of positive thinking as a child. She, she, was re- she loved to read us, us the different excerpts there. So it was pretty, pretty cool. From a word and an attitude choice, it is important to express our own mindset to ourselves and also express in our daily reflections outside of ourselves. And we can really be inspired when we take some time and listen outside, you know, in the presence that we have now. And nature is really um, around us in all kinds of ways. Um, If we just stop and pay attention, there is really a spirit of presence. And there's, if you really take a look, there are melodies, uh, different ways of looking at the combined uh, natural scene that's out there. And um, as a child, uh, since I could hold a pencil, I was also, uh, and as I was learning how to write, um, I was in love with poetry. And so I did a lot of poetic expression myself uh, as, as I was growing up. And more recently, here is a, um, an example which I wrote um, called Love's Reflections. And it's really expressing ourselves externally in experience with nature. When you take a walk in nature, in every direction, look at love's truest reflection in everything you see, down to every exacting detail. Nature has divine's attention. There is a simple love connection radiating directly from above to all of nature's beings. Why is it so hard for us humans to share directly between our hearts. There is so much that instead tears us apart and gets in the way of the pure love between our hearts when the simple search is for confirmation of love's natural reflection. Take a moment to go directly to divine and feel the awesome unconditional radiance reflect into your entire being. 
lighting up your inner soul with steady rainbow energy streams, setting your heart a fiery glow. Take a moment each day to connect to divine's love flow. Your heart will never again feel in pain yearning for love's reflection. So when we are showing the love and the joy and radiating it from within without any demands or expectations, this is really stepping into the flow. And as you go through this process, it also relates to how you interpret the experience and the understanding of how you relate to the unfolding of your words as you use them for yourself and tell yourself, as well as how you relate to others. It gives light and understanding to simple ways of being. There are a lot of ways that the word meaning can be applied, and the words related to this are also, um, if you're talking with yourself, you want to be careful what kinds of words you use and describe in your your self-talk, because that's also how your unconscious will interpret. So, for example, um, there is a lot of focus on abundance, and a lot of people, and the word abundance gets people excited because they're, oh, they relate it right to money. But if you really take a look in a higher perspective and from an uplifted perception, Um, It has a lot more to do with full abundance, which is the energy, the unlimited energy potential. And so, as you take this into this position, it's really the words themselves that are limiting, potentially, the understanding of where people think. And so, it's it's really um, possibilities. You know, this is a word that um, comes with choices. And the word possibilities is really uh, coming from Middle English and late Latin in 1300, having to do with chances and prospects and odds of something we consider for choices. It relates to theories that are derived from some type of structure or system of process and that is substantiated by accepting knowledge due to circumstances that are explained by something proven to happen based upon the steps being taken. So, it's, that's a really um, powerful def- definition, but it's a powerful word. Another word is potential. So, offering, this, alters, this is offering different alternatives, which could be up for chosen paths and options. And it's also an opportunity for something to occur. As humans, we tend to choose and then possibly not remember to activate our um, participation with our choice. We can go through and do a lot of planning and stepping through things and and setting up a lot of uh, documentation and whatever, but if we lose the attention and don't pay attention enough to act on what we've been through so that we shift ourselves, you know, it's just a continuance. It's, it's possibly not going to um, plant, our seed might just sit there and it's not going to grow. And as we start looking at some of the basics, we tend to be introduced to, um, you know, from an existence, we look back in memory, we can actually have choices to, to help ourselves choose more in that direction. And when we can see the possibilities in the creation of the words, painting pictures with the words. 
it really gives us an outside eye potential uh, looking at it from the perspective of um, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross said, people are like stained glass windows. They sparkle and shine when the sun is out. But when the darkness sets in, their true beauty is revealed only if there is light from within. So it, it's very much having our own inter, um, inner system, you know, our chakra system, which has all of our alignment there and potentials as you expand. And, you know, expanding and lighting that inner system enough to express itself in a reflective on the outside and have it pure and simple, that is inner beauty. That comes from your heart and that shines into everyone's eyes as you go about your process because it's really, that's your authentic self that you're, is shining. And that's where you can then be like the sunshine, being helping other people be uplifted in their, their sense when when you're working with them or talking to them and that's really exciting with that note we're going to take a quick break and we will be back shortly change your world change your life voiceamericaempowerment.com have you ever met a muse or considered the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. But now there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join themightymuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. IntelliKey dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the IntelliKey to become a cat. So what is human IntelliKey? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintellikey.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintellikey.com. That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y.com. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's one 888 346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show. 
Welcome back to Mighty Gems. And the we've been talking about um, the feeling you get when you are uplifted. And a lot of that uh, comes from within as being excitement and expression and light, um, feelings of joy and happiness. Um, it's really a journey. And it can be wonderful, can be scary. It can be exciting and challenging, but it's really a time for growth. And there's new schedules and routines which are possible. You can discover, you can go into discovery mode and find ways to actually slow down, listen to your inner self, and have more exalted feelings of controlling things in your life, but not being in total control because that becomes, you know, very confining. So there is a suggestion from an unknown author who said, live life like a pair of walking feet. The foot that is forward has no pride and the foot behind has no shame because they both know their situation will change. So you want to look for ways, you know, for yourself that are going to have a clear path, um, some clarity. The path will still be simple and how it, and sometimes it can be difficult um, as you step forward. Sometimes we can feel a frustration. We can expect things to happen. We can be impatient with ourselves. And basically, some people give up. They just say, why bother? Interesting, uh, Jack Canfield said, everything you want is on the other side of fear. So how do you get started? And how do you keep going? And how do you keep looking at the possibilities of being possible? Um, as you go, um, you can start working with your inner self. You know, that's deep within yourself. See things in a different way and connect with your body. Take care of yourself in all of the areas. Look for inner strength and celebrate. Let go of images in your head of what you think you should look like. Embrace who you really are. Look for the joy and the happiness around you. Take the moments to really pay attention. We know what we want. What is our purpose? We make up excuses to ourselves. You know, we don't want to do this because of lack of time or money. But those are limiting thoughts. You want expansion and abundance and stand from a higher perspective. You're going to look from the eagle level rather than a serpent, which is down in the, on the ground. And really, we're, we're looking to have this higher perspective, which is that uplifted feeling around us more and more within our whole day so that we can actually look at it from the, you know, stepping forward process because it's easier to look forward than take ourselves backwards all the time. You want to step first and then look at your whole self and say, I can go forward in this path and I want to grow. And I realize that I need to um, work on the inside and the outside and the outside is reflecting my inside. So it's, it's kind of a um, bridge process where you want to look and, and also work back, back and forth, but knowing that you're moving forward. And as you charge up your sense of adventure and have a different perspective, you know, it's going to be rather exciting. And you can take a look at this with a, a sense of having a journey. What does the pathway look like? You know, what is your current vantage point? Are you in a higher uplifted mode mode or feeling? Or are you just getting 
started. Um, charge up your attitude to ask questions. How do you get moving along so you're not caught up in the weeds? Ask if you need to for you know with prayer and ask for guidance. Um, higher source, connecting. Um, how do I do this? I need this to happen. This is what I. This is my purpose. This is how I want to be in this space, and I want to be able to look at the the inner strength and know that I can step out with full excitement of all of the possibilities where I can go and grow. And this is really a way to build your strength. And once you've reached forward and can look backward as to what has happened, but looking forward, it's going to help you have momentum to move forward. Dan Stevens said, the comfort zone is the great enemy to creativity. Moving beyond it necessitates intuition, which in turn configures new perspectives and conquers fears. So you want to move forward out of your comfort zone and into and keep stepping forward as you go and know that that is um, where you're wanting to move. John O'Donohue said, once the soul awakens, the search begins and you can never go back. From then on, you're inflamed with a special longing that will never again let you linger in the lowlands of complacency and partial fulfillment. The eternal makes you urgent. You are loath to let compromise or the threat of danger hold you back from striving toward the summit of self-fulfillment. And if we choose to see it, each moment in life holds the potential of wisdom and beauty if we choose to look that way. Sometimes we get to see the question, the motion of questions that are not going in the correct direction when we ask, what is wrong with me when thoughts come up that are limiting? And why don't I feel like I can fit into a mold of social norm? When you get the feeling like you have to do something more like comparing yourself to something else or fit in and you ask yourself, why is it up to me to change, you know, so that I can fit in? It's really having more inner strength and knowing and just knowing that you are enough and that really... Um, you lean into these questions, and as you wake up and feel more expression and expanded mode, and just accept as you're being without questioning, it will start flowing. So, this is really stepping out of the normal human nature where we want to belong, but it's also uh, asking ourselves why? You know, who am I? And with those questions and having time to listen, some people call it meditating. Others are just more like you can do a walking process out in nature and experience the quiet if you're around a quiet area. Or you can express it and have more meditation in an inside location. But the, but the operation here that you're wanting to have is really to take some time to pay attention to those inner nuggets that will come up and be potentially helpful. To um, explore choices and connections and how does it feel. So remember you have your own guidance system, your feelings, and you can access those with a question, you know, with how does this feel? Am I feeling this is 
a choice that is going to help me support me in the future um, without feeling like you're giving up something or in a lack mode. So when you're overwhelmed, what you want to do is ask for help and then prioritize and make choices, you know, depending upon what your list looks like. But it's really taking care of yourself enough to know that you have this in your ability to actually, you know, have some choices and that you, know, you don't have to just go from thing to thing to thing, but really making time for mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical support, whatever that means for you. Some people have other people they talk to. Some people have um, physical exercise that works and helps. Um, getting out in nature as often as you can because nature is so abundant and so open to share. If you take the time to look and feel, you know, it, it is so wonderful. And in, as an experience, you know, it's really a way to recharge yourself and let yourself have some um, energetic expression there that's just there. So it's really... Um, Rachel Brethren said, life is made up of a collection of moments that are not ours to keep. The pain we encounter throughout our days spent on this earth come from the illusion that some moments can be held onto. Clinging to people and the experiences that were never ours in the first place is what causes us to miss out on the beauty of the miracle that is now. All of this is yours, yet none of it is. How could it be? Look around you. Everything is fleeting. So, savor the moment. Stop and pay attention as you cannot get them back. And when they float in and out, they can be viewed as the best things in life when compared to other things. It's like, you know, the, the little seed of ourself that we've planted inside. It's like we're the jewel. We're in the flower of a lot of lotus blossom. It is like going through an old book. You can find meanings as you flip through each page. And as you're in the flow, think about a seed out in nature. It doesn't need instructions to become a tree. It doesn't need to have the instruction and the um, micromanagement to blossom. It blossoms. So our expression here is to you know, go through our days and our moments and savor each moment and build that as a habit so that you're in gratitude for the opportunities that come up. And when you're doing this, it might seem like you're stepping on something you're not sure of, but the more that you check in with yourself and know that that's the right step, you're going to be feeling like it is the right step and that you'll be able to design this as a habit for yourself that you're going through. So um, a lot of people end up with excuses and um, they come up with excuses or things they consider uh, logical for not doing this. But as we want to become more and more uplifted rather than a feeling of uh, constriction, you know, it's, it's really opening up, clear, clearing ourselves inside as best we can and coming forward with um, discussion on what do we expect and how do we want to go and grow. So being consciously... Um, open to change is really a mindset and it's a creative open design mode towards the best for yourself 
So when you actively choose items that surround you that support the best choice rather than just being average, it'll shift and we change. It also helps clear things. And so this is an opportunity to look at this is the clutter clearing from inside out. And as you do this, it's very expansion. So as you start clearing the inside clutter, it's going to affect your um, acceptance and tolerance for your outside reflection. So it, it's kind of a fun direction. So Mighty Gems is, is really about sparkling as gems and focusing on our personal values, even as they begin to have a perceived value. As you go through the efforts of prospecting for Mighty Gems, it's really looking at our smiles and reflections outside in the world. And the more that you do this, the more that you express yourself and you can share with people in your expansion. Buddha said the trouble is you think you have time. Really start the journey now. And as you do this, as we continue to connect within ourselves to nature and to others with one insight, one choice, and one action, we broaden our perspective in our prospecting arena. And this is where we can go up and be uplifted above and beyond where we have ever believed we can go and grow. Buddha also said, in the sky there is no distinction of east and west. People create distinctions out of their own minds and then believe them to be true. Be really careful what you believe. Join us next Friday on the Voice America Empowerment Channel at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great uplifting weekend. Thank you for joining D. Lee for Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels. Be sure to come back for another great show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you here next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.